Jesus walked on the water. This is Matthew 14, verses 22 to 33. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves, because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Right, I'm going to share a few thoughts now, uh, just just uh, get us thinking. But first of all, let, let me just say a, a prayer. Let's pray. Father, we ask you that uh, as we've joined together today, that uh, your, your grace, who you are, all that you've done for us will become uh, more and more apparent to us so that our lives will be lived in response to your grace, so that we will be people of faith, people who believe in who you are and what you've done for us, and that we will build our lives upon it. We particularly ask, Lord, that you'll help us in the area of our relationship with you, which is our prayer, our conversation with you day by day. And we ask that the things that are said and sung and shared and read, and also the activities that we look at today, that they will help us to think again about what prayer is, and, and how we can pray and encourage each other in prayer. So bless us now, help me now with the thoughts I'll be sharing, I pray, Lord. And uh, may your Holy Spirit be among us, working powerfully in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so as I say, I kind of had a bit of a last-minute change of plan with my sermon. Um, I thought it was really interesting what that song said about actually thinking outside the box about what prayer is and where we pray. And actually, I thought, you know what? I don't just think that's something that somebody in a song has said. I actually think the Bible gives us so many, so much variety uh, in its in what it tells us about prayer, different examples of prayer that are maybe a bit different than we normally think of it. So, you know, maybe for prayer, we usually think of ourselves sort of closing our eyes and uh, saying some words to God. And we sometimes we have those helpful categories like uh, praise, thanksgiving, confession, and petition, where or requests, where we're asking God. And those are all wonderful and very important. But I wanted to just share with you, I've actually got quite a few here, but I'm not going to do them all. I'm just going to see see, see where we get when time runs out. Um, just a couple of examples from the Bible of prayer that's a little bit different. And the first one is uh, in the story of Jonah. Now, you may know that the um, chapter 2 of Jonah 
is, is well, who, who remembers what chapter 2 of Jonah is? What's happening in chapter 2 of Jonah? He's in, he's in the fish, yes. In chapter 2, chapter two of the story of Jonah is, is actually uh, a, the prayer of Jonah from the fish's belly, uh, which is really interesting. And now I'm having trouble finding the book of Jonah myself. It's in here somewhere near the end of the Old Testament, isn't it? There is. The, I found it. I found it. So, so the beginning of Jonah 2 says, From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord. And he said, and then the prayer describes, In my distress, I called to the Lord. And it tells about how... Uh, the, the deep was swirling over him, he says, to the depths I sank. And we're told this is a prayer. Now, the, I don't know if you can see my Bible here, but you might notice that it's actually set out as poetry because it is written as a poem. So this prayer that jo- of Jonah from the fish's belly in chapter 2 is actually a poem. And that was the first thing I, I wanted to say to you. Maybe we haven't thought about that, how actually poetry is a form of prayer. But it doesn't just mean just poetry. I know there's a lot of creative people here, and I think actually we're all creative in one way or other. And I would encourage you, just like the book of Jonah actually composes a poem, which, which is a prayer, maybe you like writing poetry, maybe you like writing songs, maybe you like painting, uh, maybe you like making something. Now, if you, if you decide at some point, well, I'm going to do this painting, this poem, this song, as a form of prayer, and that this piece of art or piece of work that you're composing is actually about me speaking to God about something, I think that's a really, really good way of praying, something a bit different, something that can tap into those talents God has given you, just like the poet writing this prayer in Jonah 2. But there was something else I I thought about Jonah's prayer. I mean, it says, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord, and he said, In my distress, I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the depths of the grave, I called for help. You hurled me into the deep, etc., etc. Now, I'm 99.99% sure that Jonah was not actually writing that as he was sinking and drowning. You know, unless he had some waterproof paper and or something. I think basically what this is, is this, is this is Jonah's reflection on what had happened to him after the event. You know, as he looked back and remembered his prayer in, in, as he sank down, uh, as, he, as he remembered how it felt and what he went through, he actually was using prayer as a way of reflecting on events in the past, particularly events in the past that had been quite difficult, perhaps. That, it must have been pretty traumatic, drowning and then getting swallowed by a fish. Now, maybe some of you... There's, that for all of us, our, our past is very formative in our lives. And I think another way of thinking, a good way of, of thinking of prayer is actually to, to bring our past to God. We often pray about today and now and what's coming up in the future, but maybe there are things in, in our, our lives, in our history, maybe going back a long way, things that actually are difficult for you to process. Bring that to God in prayer. Use prayer as a means of reflecting on your past. The psychotherapists understand, have understood for a long time now, that you have to do that. That's why if you go and see a counsellor, they'll talk to you about what's happened. They might even go right back to your childhood, if that's what you need to, to voice. Because maybe there are things in the past that we've never really spoken about. 
Maybe we're deliberately avoiding them, but actually they shape us quite powerfully. And I think one thing we can do with prayer is bring those things to God and actually just talk to him about what happened and how it felt. Jonah felt like it was the end when he was drowning, but he brought that to God to, to talk to God about it. So that's, that's something from Jonah. Maybe I'll do one more. Uh, we've just read from Matthew 14. And the, Matthew, the reading we, uh, we had that Greta brought us started with Jesus praying. And he went up on a mountainside to pray. And that's not the, the only time we read about Jesus actually making a point of going somewhere in particular to pray. Jesus went up on a mountainside. I wonder if there was something about going up onto that high vantage point and seeing that view on the mountainside where prayer is actually sometimes about us getting our perspective now, again, I would encourage you to do what Jesus did, to actually go out, maybe go out somewhere where you can take in the vista, and we're in a beautiful part of the world to do that, aren't we? Because like Jesus, perhaps, as he went away on that mountain, it, it helps us to just clear our thoughts, to get our perspective back on those things that fill our lives, and actually to be able to pray then with more clarity and more perspective on things. But it was interesting as well in that, uh, in that reading in Matthew 14 that Jesus then came down uh, the mountain and the disciples were, of course, in the boat and they were troubled. Jesus came walking to them on the water. Uh, and then Peter tries walking on the water as well. And it's all going well. Jesus says, you know, if you, if you believe it's me, you come and step out. And Peter's there and he steps out. And it's going so well. And then all of a sudden, he takes his eyes off of Jesus and looks around him and the reality is, around him seem more real at that point than the fact that Jesus is there. And that's what happens to us, isn't it? And I think prayer is actually uh, a way of us keeping that focus on Jesus, because we're just like Peter. You know, when we're focused on Jesus, we can actually get through some really difficult things in life, because if we keep our eyes on him, he brings us through. But like Peter, all of us take our eyes off of Jesus, and then the waves seem much more scary and we begin to sink, and we need to listen again for the voice of Jesus. And I love that picture of him, Jesus just catching Peter and holding him up. But he, I find that so encouraging. Even when we have kind of taken our eyes off Jesus, he doesn't walk away and abandon you. Just turn back to him. He's, he's still there. He'll catch you when you're falling. So, so maybe prayer is also about that journey that we're all on like Peter was, where he was still learning what it meant to be a man of faith. You know, Jesus says you shouldn't have doubted. Have faith. And we're all on that journey, aren't we? And maybe, maybe I, don't, I don't know about you, but I don't reckon I've even got as far as Peter with a few steps on the water. Um, we're all on that journey somewhere. And, and I think our prayer, our looking to Jesus in prayer, is all part of our journey as we grow in faith. And, and prayer is one way that we do grow in that relationship. I'm going, to, I'm going to stop there, I think. I think that's plenty. So that's your, mess, that's your sermon for today. But I would encourage you to think about other things in the Bible. Whenever you see a prayer in the Bible, look at where it's happening. What's being said? What it's for? Why is this person praying? You know, the other examples I had was like Solomon when he dedicated the temple. That was about not just saying thank you, but it's about saying, God, this is yours. It's not ours. Prayer is hope. We've got a lovely new banner on the, uh, that Maureen made, saying about the prayers of the saints being like incense from a bowl. I think that there's a passage in Revelation 
that says about those being in heaven, our prayers. Prayer is, is hope. It's stored up for us, our prayers. You know, when we pray, we're saying, God, my future, my hope is with you now as we look ahead. Um, yeah, so those are just some more. So always have a look. When, it, when you see those prayers in the Bible, always think about why they're happening, what's being said, and maybe what they're for so that it will help us in our prayer. 